0: Welcome back dear friends to your daily dose of ancient wisdom. Today we continue the reading of Srimad Bhagavata Mahapurana, Book 3, Discourse 5. The sage Maitreya describes the process of creation in reply to Vidura's question. Srisuka continued, Vidura, the foremost of the Kurus, whose heart was purified by devotion to the imperishable Lord Shri Krishna, approached the sage Maitreya of fathomless wisdom who was staying at Haridwar, the gateway of the celestial river Ganga, so-called because the river descends into the plains at this point, and gratified by his good disposition and other virtues, asked him the following questions. Vidura said, People perform actions for the sake of happiness, but they neither attain happiness nor succeed in ending their sorrows thereby. On the other hand, they undergo suffering again and again as a result of those acts. Therefore, O worshipful sage, be pleased to tell me what is advisable under the circumstances. The blessed devotees of Lord Janardhana or Sri Krishna move about in this world just in order to shower their grace on men who have through ill luck turned their face away from Sri Krishna and are given to unrighteousness and are therefore extremely miserable. Be pleased to point out to me, O Foremost Saint, that blessed path by following which people succeed in propitiating the Lord who is stern settles in their heart, purified by devotion, and bestows on them the most ancient wisdom which brings within the realization of truth. Kindly also tell me what kind of deeds are performed by the Lord, who is the ruler of all three worlds and absolutely independent when he descends into the world of matter. How though actionless, He brought forth this universe at the dawn of creation. How, having established it on a firm footing, he provides a means of sustenance for all created beings, and how, again, having withdrawn it into the cavity of his heart and refraining from all activity. He retires into communion with his yoga maya. And finally, how, having created this universe, over again and entered it in as its inner controller the lord of all masters of yoga though one appears in diverse forms also recount to me the exploits that he performs as a mere sport for the well-being of the brahmanas the cows and the gods and in course of his various avatars or descents into the world of matter My mind does not feel sated even though I go on hearing the nectar-like stories of Sri Krishna, the crest jewel of those enjoying fair renown. Pray, further tell me, O chief of the Brahmanas, with what principle that Caesarean Lord of all the worlds created the different worlds and their guardian deities, as well as the dark regions lying beyond the mountains called the loka loka wherein appear all classes of beings entrusted with different duties and how the self-existent lord narayana the maker of the universe endowed all created beings with a distinctive disposition activity form and name i have often heard o worshipful sage from the lips of the sage vyasa about the duties of the higher or twice born as well as the lower classes of men but i am now fed up with all other dharmas conducive as they are to trivial joys and find my sole delight in the stream of nectar that flows from the stories of sri krishna as a matter of fact who can be sated with the stories of sri krishna whose feet are the abode of all sanctity which are sung with praise by seers like Narada in the assemblies of holy men like you. For entering the cavity of man's ears through his stories, the Lord cuts asunder the bond of attachment to his home, which throws one into the whirlpool full of psychosis. It was with the intention of recounting the Lord's virtues that your friend, the sage Krishna Dvaipayana or Vedavyasa, composed in Mahabharata. For even there, while apparently dwelling on the pleasures of senses, the mind of human beings is ultimately drawn mm-hmm. towards the stories of Srihari. Hari. The attraction thus generated for the stories of Srihari, Hari, when it grows, creates aversion in the mind of a devout man, for other things nay it speedily puts an end to all sorrows of the man who has tasted the joy flowing from the constant remembrance of Srihari's hari's feet i deplore those ignorant men who have a dislike for the stories of Srihari, hari due to their sins and therefore deserve to be pitied even by the pitiable the deity presiding over time cut short every moment their allotted span of life, engaged as they are all the time in idle talk, idle activities, and idle thought. Therefore, O Maitreya, son of Kusharu, friend of the afflicted, even as a bee gathers honey from the flowers, so be pleased to extract the essence of all stories in the shape of the stories of Srihari the bestower of blessedness and the abode of sacred renown and relate the same to me for my good. Also kindly recount to me the superhuman feats performed by the Lord when he descended into the world of matter, assuming his energy known by the name of Maya for the sake of creation, preservation and dissolution of the universe. Footnote, Loka Loka is a belt of circle of mountains surrounding the outermost of the seven seas and dividing the visible world from the region of darkness. As the sun is within the wall of mountains, there are light on one side and dark on the other side. Sri continued, Questioned thus by Vidura for the supreme good of men, the worshipful sage Maitreya, son of Kusaru, addressed him as follows, showing great honor to him. Maitreya said, O pious Vidura, you have put mankind under a deep obligation by asking me this excellent question. Your mind is already fixed on the Lord who is beyond sense perception and your fame will thus be spread far and wide in this world. Vidura It is not to be wondered as that you should have thus captivated Srihari, the Lord of Universe, by your exclusive devotion, begotten as you are by no less a personage than the sage Badarayana or Vedavyasa. You are no other than the worshipful Yama, the punisher of all creatures, descended as a result of the imprecation pronounced by sage Mandavya, from the lions of sage Vyasa, son of Satyavati through the maid servant and concubine of the latter's deceased uterine brother, Vichitravirya, who was also born of Satyavati. Moreover, you are ever beloved of the Lord as well as of his devotees. That is why, while departing from this world, the Lord commanded me to teach you wisdom. Therefore, now proceed to recount in due order the lord's pastime unfolded by his yoga maya or wonderful divine potency for the creation preservation and destruction of the universe before creation this universe existed in no other form than the lord who is the very self and the ruler of all jivas or individual souls The spirit did not appear then in the form of many a subject and object, for it was his will that he should remain alone. He cast his eyes all round, but failed to perceive any object, for he shone all alone at that time. He felt as though he were non-existent, for all his powers lay dormant, although his consciousness was wide awake. It is this energy of the all-perceiving Lord in the form of search of an object that is called Maya which is of the nature of both cause and effect. It was with the help of this Maya, O blessed Vidura, that the Almighty Lord created this universe. When the equilibrium of the three gunas consisting of this Maya was disturbed by the force of time, the transcendent Lord, who is spiritual in essence, placed therein as Purusha, who is his own fragment, his seed in the form of Chitbhasa or the Jiva. From this unmanifested Maya or Prakriti, impelled by the time was evolved the Mahat the principle of cosmic intelligence, which was evolved as Mahat Before creation, this universe existed in no other form than the Lord, who is the very self and the ruler of all jivas or individual souls. The spirit did not appear then in the form of many a subject and object, for it was his will that he should remain alone. He cast his eyes all around but failed to perceive any object for he shone all alone at that time. He felt as though... He were non-existent, for all his powers lay dormant, although his consciousness was wide awake. It is this energy of all-prevailing Lord in the form of search for an object that is called Maya, which is of the nature of both cause and effect. It was with the help of this Maya, O blessed Vidura, that the Almighty Lord created the universe. When the equilibrium of the three gunas consisting this maya was disturbed by the force of time, the transcendent Lord, who is spiritual, in essence, placed therein as Purusha, who is his own fragment. His seed in the form of Chitbhasa, from this unmanifest maya or Prakriti impelled by the time was evolved the mahat the principle of cosmic intelligence, which as the dispeller of darkness in the form of ignorance, is of nature of understanding and is capable of manifesting the universe existing in itself in a subtle form. Subject to the Chitbhasa or Jiva, the three gunas constituting Maya and time, this mahat when it fell within the range of Lord's vision transformed itself with the intention of creating this universe. From the Mahat Tatva, as it underwent transformation was evolved the principle of Aham, the ego, which being of nature of Adibhuta, Adhyatma, and Adidaiva is the cause of the five gross elements, the Indriyas, the five senses of perception and five organs of action and mind. Anahakara, the ego, is of three kinds, namely, vayakara which is sattvika, taijasa which is rajasika and tamasika. From this sattvika ego, as it underwent transformation, sprang up the mind as well as the deities presiding over the senses who are all of sattvika type, revering as they do the objects of senses. The senses of perception as well as the organs of action are evolutes of Rajasika ego alone, whereas from the Tamasika ego was evolved the source and other subtle elements, namely sound. And this later, again in the cause of ether, which by the virtue of all pervasiveness serves as an illustration of the spirit Brahma, when Either come within the range of Lord's vision along with time, Maya, and Jiva, they combined to produce the sensation of touch, and this later, as it underwent transformation, evolved air. The most powerful air, even as it underwent transformation, combined with ether to produce the sensation of color, and from color was evolved fire, the illuminator of the world. Fire when it came within the range of Lord's vision and underwent transformation combined with air as well as with time, maya and jiva to produce water which is an evolute of taste. Water when it came within the sight of that all perceiving Brahma and underwent transformation combined with fire as well as with time, maya, the jiva to evolve earth which has odor, for its special characteristic. Of the elements beginning with ether, namely ether, air, fire, water, and earth, or oh blessed Vidura, the latter in evolution, the elements, the larger number of qualities it should be understood to possess for every effect naturally inherits the characteristics of its cause along with its own characteristic. The deities presiding over the mahat and other categories sharing as they do the characteristics of time, maya and jiva, namely transformation, distraction and consciousness are rays of Lord Vishnu himself. But when they are unable to do their work of creating the universe because of their heterogeneity and lack of coordination, they prayed to the Almighty Lord with joined palms. The gods said, We bow, O Lord, to your lotus feet that reveal the agony of this suppliant, even as an umbrella efforts relief from the heat of the sun, and by resorting to whose souls striving men easily drive away the endless woes of earthly existence. Because living beings in this world, O Creator, and the Lord of the universe never enjoy peace of mind, stricken as they are by the threefold agony, therefore, O Lord, do we resort to the shade of your feet, which is the abode of wisdom. We have taken shelter in your feet, which are the abode of sanctity, which the seers search for in seclusion with the help of Vedic mantras, that are like birds having their nests in the lotus of your mouth, and which are the source of Ganga, the foremost of all rivers, whose water possess the virtue of wiping out one's sin. We resort to the footstool bearing your lotus feet by contemplating on which in their heart that is being purified through the reverence and devotion in the shape of hearing and chanting the divine names and glory. Your wateries succeed in controlling their mind with the help of wisdom strengthened by dissipation. Lord, you have descended into the world of matter for creating, perse- preserving, and destroying the universe. We all take refuge in your lotus feet, which when meditated upon, vouchsafe fearlessness to the inaccessible to such men, as have deep-rooted through false identification with their frail body and habitation, as well as with persons and things connected with them, looking upon them either as their very self or their own, even though you dwell in their own body as the inner controller. They whose inner mind is led astray by their senses that are ever moving among the unworthy objects of the world o Caesarian lord of wide renown are therefore surely unable to see those devotees who enjoy the privilege of beholding the elegance of your graceful footsteps they on the other hand o lord whose heart have been purified through devotion intensified by drinking the nectar of your stories duly attain the spiritual insight whose essence lies in dissipation and easily ascends to your eternal abode, of Vaikuntha. Even so, otherwise men who have conquered your most powerful prakriti or maya by force of yoga, consisting in the concentration of mind on the self, undoubtedly enter you. The supreme spirit through their hardship is gate. whereas there is no hardship in adorning you. O Primal Lord, we who are ever yours have been created by you one after another with the help of the three gunas, sattva, rajas, and tamas that constitute our very nature with the intention of evolving the universe. Yet, possessed as we are of diversified nature, We are all disjoined, independent of one another, and hence incapable of taking concentrated action. That is why we are unable to evolve and present to you the universe which will serve as a means of carrying on your future pastime. Therefore, O unborn Lord, devise some means whereby we may be enabled to create the universe and offer our tribute to you in its entirety at the allotted time and whereby we may also derive our sustenance and all other beings that come herein may securely be placed, get their food without any let or hindrance, offering their tribute to you as well as to us. You, the immutable ancient person alone are the prime cause of us gods as well as other evolutes it was you again o unborn lord who your placed the seed in the form of the conscious jiva in the womb of your energy maya who's the source of the trigunas as well as all activity o supreme spirit what shall we the deities presiding over the mahat and others do for you since that is the purpose for which we are born. O Lord, we depend on your grace alone. Therefore, for success in the work of creation, pray confer unto us your divine vision or insight along with your creative energy. Thus ends the fifth discourse in the book three of the great and glorious Bhagavata Purana, otherwise known as Paramahamsa Samhita. Thank you.